What's going on, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 32 of the Whatnots Review Show, where each week we have a new story to talk about. Could be a comic book, could be a movie, TV show, anime, manga, something else, who knows. We'll we will read it, we'll watch it, we'll come back here, do what we have to do, and talk about it. My name is Kyle Springer, and I am joined, as always, by Melissa Wilkinson. How are you? I'm good, Kyle. How's your week been? My week has been awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the, the we're recording the weekend after Halloween. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I had a little Halloween party over at my house. That was pretty cool. Um, wasn't super big. I think we were expecting a little bit more. But I'm also not big on parties and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I was like, this is awesome. There's not many people here. It's great. <laughs> Um, but I got very, very j- j- drunk, and <laughs> Thursday was not fun. So, <laughs> how about you? What did you do for Halloween? Uh, we had an office party, and which was very exciting because we've gotten so many new people since last year, and I've just been okay. waiting since like spring, and then they started rolling in. Like, okay, I I want to see who's a Halloween person. Like, just counting down the days, like, all right, are you going to show up with a hat? Do you have a silly costume? Do you have a wig? What are you going to do? And thankfully, <laughs> it was a great turnout. We had lots of costumes and uh, a chili cook-off, which is our tradition. And then me and my okay. roommate went to a local haunted house in a haunted brewery. Spooky beer. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All the booze. Um. <laughs> Both kinds, yeah. yes. That's, that's. Awesome! That sounds fantastic. I uh, really fast because I don't want to spend too much t- mm-hmm. time not talking about the book that we're supposed to be talking about. Yeah. Uh, this 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 week I got a new light, uh, which is kind of why it, I, I I guess you can't really see it, Melissa. But on the stream, I have the green screen on, and on uh-huh. the sides here, right to either side of me, like right where is it? I can't see it like that stuff (laughs) yeah and that stuff uh is not showing up on the green screen it looks like static Mm. um which means i'm still gonna have to figure out some stuff from my lights Uh, but it's neat i have like two like pixar style lamps that are attached to um i guess it's a mantle because i have a fireplace in my room that doesn't work uh but there's the mantle and they're both like clamped on that and it's the pixar style lamps in there you know <laughs> anyways uh that and then i i had to do a like personality test thing for work uh-huh. uh which they supposedly are i i was i'm i think they send all new employees to but i'm not a new employee it's one of those things that, like, when I first started working there, I was a student. Then they kept me on after I was a student. But my boss at the time was very much like, hey, you're part-time. You're only the hired help. You're mm-hmm. not staff. Oh. Now I have a new boss who's like, you're a part of the team. We value your opinions. Good. And they're like, so, like, we know, like, uh, yeah, we want this, this, and that. Have you done the inside stuff? I was like, what the hell is that? They're like, you don't. You don't know what the inside stuff is? I'm like, 
no. I, <laughs> am I supposed to know? They're like, oh, well, you, you, yeah, you're going to have to do this stuff. Uh, so go get signed up. Go do all of that stuff. And the first thing they did in this exercise, um, she, she had everyone stand up and line up against one of the walls uh, from, like, how long you've been at the company. And it's one of those things that's like, this is just an ice breaker to get people talking and stuff like that. Like, how comfortable are you having conversations with people you don't know? Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, okay, how long have you been here? They're like, I've been here a month. And then so I'm like, how about you? Two months. How about you? Three months. Okay, I guess I'm down this way on the line. And I found, like, the next person who had the, like, the they've been here the longest. And they had been there for six months. And then there's me, who's been there for three and a half years. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so it's really funny. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so that was my week. I was just like, okay, well, I guess I'm doing this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the only personality test we have in my office is that they will just ask you what Hogwarts house you're in. That works. <laughs> I mean, it. yeah, I, I guess that doesn't necessarily prescribe to, like... <laughs> how you work on stuff but it's more of just like personality yeah yeah i don't know like th this one was more of like how are you in work environments like how how do you work yeah we just want to know how big of a nerd you are we had like an in-office celebration for harry potter's birthday this year with like more cupcakes than i think are actually employees so like multiple <laughs> cupcakes for everyone with like plastic Rings 15 on cupcakes for Gryffindor! <laughs> and they had the plastic rings on them with the houses, so I've still got my little Hufflepuff cool. ring there on my desk, and, like, we hired a new person, we're like, okay, which house are you in? So now we have a Slytherin on our team, and, yeah. There you go. Well, speaking <laughs> of nerds, let's be some nerds yes. now. Uh, we got a bit off track <laughs> there. Uh, I mentioned this is episode 32. We are talking about a book called Plutona. It is a little graphic novel by Jeff Lemire and Emmy Lennox. Uh, I think I first found this book oh, maybe a year or two ago. Didn't pick it up right away, uh, but eventually did. I read it on Comixology Unlimited, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you think? Because I, 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 I pitched it as... It's kind of like Stand By Me in the sense that there's a group of, like, young kids that find a dead body in the woods. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that dead body is, like, their, like, the world's greatest superhero type of thing. So it's, it, like, it starts out like Stand By Me, but then goes in a different direction. Mm -hmm. um, whoops. Um, so, yeah, what did you think? What, what were you ex expecting? I think the description was pretty apt. I was expecting a little bit more on, okay, now what do we do about it? Like, do we take up crime fighting? Like, how do we, do we dump her body at the police station? None of us have a car. <laughs> Can one of us steal a car? Like, I was expecting more, like, adventure stuff. And it's okay. a lot more about, like, the lives of each of these kids and their own personal troubles and how they interact as this, like, makeshift social circle that would not hang out if it wasn't that for normal, the fact yeah. that all of them were in the woods at the same time. Yeah. Almost like the breakfast <laughs> club. Yeah. Yeah, I really liked it. I, this was a very fun, very fast read. Yeah. 
It's only five issues. Uh, it's just one graphic novel. There is kind of a little bit of a cliffhanger at the mm-hmm. end. Maybe we'll talk about that. Yeah. I don't really know what it meant. Um, but yeah, it, it, like, I, I, I feel like a good way to describe it is it's a graphic novel you can sit down and read in about an hour or two. Or two. Uh, it's a great little story. And I think it does a fantastic job of showing you, not telling you. Yeah. Because there's so much stuff just in the art or things that go unsaid that you know, like, in the body language of the characters. It's Mm -hmm. like, you're feeling some type of way. (laughs) This is like, something is going on here, but we're not mentioning it. And yeah, and I mean, it's just, it's not necessarily part of the story, but you understand it's part of the characters and who they are. Uh, and I, 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 I think it's it's a good example of that. So we we kind of did a bit of a plot synopsis just mm-hmm. in mentioning what it was, and I guess it's since it's so short, like <laughs> it, yeah. it, it's not too much that's involved. Um, but yeah, it's a group of kids. They find a dead body in mm-hmm. the woods. Uh, turns out to be the body of a superhero, and they're like, yeah, what do we do? Mm-hmm. Uh, and things kind of take a, a, a much different turn than I, I think what people might expect yeah. from the like Stand By Me thing. As yeah. Yo said, you were more like, oh, I hope they, like, do we just, do we take up crime fighting? Because, you know, that's the next logical mm-hmm. step. Um, but, yeah, it's I, I like where it went. It's mm-hmm. interesting, and it's sad, and it's yeah, it's yeah. I mean, it's 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 still fun at the same time. Yeah, like this story gets kind of dark, but it never gets darker than like is appropriate for the age range of the kids it's writing about. Like, there's eh, enough. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's drama and angst in there, but it always feels like exactly what it's supposed to be and never overblown or overdone or like that seems extreme so so when like a darker thing does happen towards the end of the book then you're like oh this is really juxtaposed against the fairly normal parts earlier yeah yeah so it's an it's an interesting book for sure i definitely recommend picking it up yeah um it's it's a fantastic one there's another series um called four kids walk into a bank it's another graphic novel that i absolutely love and i think i read both of uh, that one and this kind of around the same Mm -hmm. the same time excuse me um and they're both kind of young kids in a situation that's not favorable they they all kind of have like problematic personal lives or family lives and stuff like that uh and i they're they're both super short i think four kids walk into a bank is two volumes i could be wrong on that but yeah it's just these are like this is the story and that's it mm-hmm. um and i i would recommend that as well uh a while back i think you and i read something else um not oh no never mind i think it's matt kent we we read um was that underwater murder mystery one remember that department h yeah Yeah. um that's also also a book i i think i would 
recommend if you like this. It's a yeah. similar art style, not necessarily as focused around kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's an underwater murder mystery, but same style. I I, I figured I would kind of do the hey, if you liked this book, <laughs> you you might also check this stuff here at the start, since oh. we 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 didn't have much of a a synopsis or stuff to add to that. So yeah. I'm gonna toss it to you then. What what would what would you recommend if if people liked this book, what else should they check out? What this reminded me of was Harriet the Spy. Interesting. You remember Harriet the Spy? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I do, but I don't. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't remember what happened in it, any of it, but yeah, I know it. Well, Harriet makes it her mission to learn everybody's secrets, and so she just goes around her town, and she'll, like, peer in windows, or she'll find that there's, like, a crawl space in this apartment building and she can look down an event or like she'll okay. just sort of follow her teacher when she sees her teacher out at the market, like stuff like that. And she's got a big notebook and she writes down just all of her observations and everybody's secrets. And like one of her friends is this like 12 or 13 year old boy who has to take care of his own like kind of deadbeat dad, which is uh-huh. something that's in this story. And also her and her friends do this like, secret pact thing where they draw like an ink design on I think like the the soles of their feet and they press their bare feet together so like the ink imprint is on somebody else and there's another thing in this story about like kind of like that thing that was big in the 90s the like blood brothers where they would like both cut themselves and you know yes that was the safe version of the blood brothers and there's (laughs) there's a blood brothers kind of thing in this book so it reminded me of, of Harriet yeah. the Spy and also, of course, That's you're... true. Yeah, plenty of, like, kids coming up on a otherworldly problem they don't know how to deal with type of stories out there. You got your Stranger Things, your Monster Squad. Oh, so a many, good, but... Good call on Stranger Things, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I in, enjoyed this book. Again, mm-hmm. we mentioned it's super fast. Yeah. You can read it, I think, in like an hour, hour and a half-ish. Because mm-hmm. um, the, the, the art does a lot of the storytelling, and it's pretty fantastic. Yeah. Uh, well, let's do, let's do a little bit of housekeeping mm-hmm. really fast, and then we can dive into spoilers. Um, so let's see. First things first, I think we are like... At 29 subscribers on YouTube, we mm-hmm. have a super humble, small amount yeah. of followers on YouTube, which is awesome. Uh, but we would like more. Um, so if you have not subscribed yet to our channel on iTunes, you can search the Whatnots podcast and you will find us. A subscribe there would really help, as well as on Twitch here. Uh, if you guys are watching this live on Twitch, uh, you guys can join the discussion and talk to us in chat if you guys have been reading along or watching along with yeah. us at home. Uh, we are at twitch.tv slash the whatnots, or you can find our live streams at the whatnots.com slash live streams. Uh, more reviews on iTunes would be fantastic. Uh, as far as the captain's log g- goes, uh, I just recorded an episode uh, with Belinda Garcia. Uh, she uh, made her return to that show as well. Uh, so that should already be up by time this episode goes public for everyone 
And speaking of the captain's log, the last little bit of housekeeping is that I think we have a pretty set new recording time, Mm -hmm. uh, which means I need to update our website and stuff like that. Uh, Our new recording time is going to be 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. Mm -hmm. Melissa, for you in Central Time, I guess that's 8 p.m.? Yes, 8 o'clock. There we go. I've I've kind of always wanted the captain's log show to be like anyone here at the whatnots can just c- mm-hmm. come and hang out on the show and unwind at the end of the week and have fun. Just ch- 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 I cannot speak today at all. I don't I don't I don't know what is up with me. Um, I, I'm just really excited to talk about this book. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, I just w- wanted that to be a show that everyone can come and have uh, some fun. And our previous recording time wasn't really letting that happen. It was like, it was end of the day for me, but for everyone on the West Coast, it was like middle of the day, 2.30 in the afternoon. So yeah. that w- that was not working out for them. So uh, for the captain's log which is one of our other podcasts uh that will be starting to record at 6 p.m pacific 9 p.m eastern uh so hopefully more of us can join in on that but that's all i have for housekeeping right now uh which means your like spoiler alert chance for plutona is is Mm -hmm. ending now um where do you want to start melissa Let's start with the kids themselves. Okay. I was really impressed with this cast of kids. Who was your favorite? My favorite was Diane. Diane. Okay. okay. <laughs> Diane is fantastic. Yeah. I really liked seeing oh, another chubby blonde girl like me. <laughs> yeah. And I love that she had this like goth punk aesthetic, but it was like visual only like she didn't act like a punk she's 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 not hardcore down in in her soul (laughs) no she just likes the way spikes and skulls and things look and that's not something you see very often so i really i liked that and i also liked that like her best friend me keeps like ignoring her but you see that so you pronounced it me i pronounced it my oh that's how i say i I don't know the correct one correct i don't know i should have looked it up oh me oh my (laughs) um yeah so i I, my favorite character was my Mm um and just guy i she has the aesthetic that i i like the beanies and the oversized hoodies Mm -hmm. and it's it's cool uh, they, those two characters kind of butt heads yeah. and go through a rough patch there, um, which makes me think that Diane's kind of punk aesthetic isn't actually hers. I think she's trying to impress Mai. I'd believe that, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I, I, I think Diane looked perfectly fine in it. She could pull it off if she mm-hmm. wanted she yeah. was i think the tallest of the of them too yeah yeah so she's I... she's taller she's a little bit bigger mm-hmm. uh and with the like punk jacket with the spikes it's like okay don't want to mess with her <laughs> like she's 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 gonna c- crush my skull and yeah. be totally fine about it <laughs> i also really like this one small moment where like she's waiting on my to like walk home from school with her and my's been like 
kind of ignoring her and just putting her on the back burner and doing other things. So mine never yeah. comes. But these other girls walk past and they're like, Diane, do you want to come walk with us? And she's like, oh, no, I'm waiting for my. And I really liked that it showed that she's not an outcast because I feel like in so many other like older stories, like things we might have grown up with, like fat kids and punks are the outsiders. And here's yeah. a girl that's both. She's like very tall for her age. She's wide for her age. She's got this very strong fashion aesthetic that none of the other kids in the school have. And I feel like that used to be something that would make her weird. And now it's like, no, she's just as, you know, popular as any other kid is. And so I really, it's like one panel, but I really liked seeing it. It felt like such a, such a positive step forward. There you go. So you liked Diane. Mm -hmm. What what was her, I, I, I forget. I'm, Trying to go through each kid's like home situation. Mm. Uh, what was hers like? Was was hers more of the like it's just a normal home? Yeah, she's got like a mom that's pretty nice. I think we see her dad in one panel, and she's got a okay. new puppy named Loki. So she's also a nerd. We <laughs> know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Okay, so she's yes, yeah, she's the one that has a seemingly normal. Yeah home uh my was the one that she had a younger brother mm-hmm. uh because she's asian as mm-hmm. well i don't i don't know exactly mm-hmm. of what denomination or i guess that's not the right <laughs> word um but uh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah uh you, you you guys get what what i'm trying <laughs> to say here um but yeah like i i i knew some like i had some friends who growing up that were kind of in the same situation mm. like i think we only saw my mom yeah um so i don't know if it's a single mother kind of thing raising two kids mm-hmm. um but my friends growing up they had a stay-at-home mom mm-hmm. and their dad worked all the t- time so we never saw him yeah um could be that. and and so i mean it, it could be that too but it was just like well, you need, you're the oldest one. You need to take care of your siblings mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I would be at their house being like the awkward, well, okay, I'm just going to sip my water here, you know, <laughs> while you guys get in a fight or do something or your mom is making you do some kind of chores or oh, something, you know. <laughs> but, um, yeah, the, 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 there was that. There was, um, I, I guess the main character would, would you call it? him the main character what was his name again it's not tugger oh it's teddy but that was his nickname i want to save him can we actually do ray and then do teddy sure okay go go for it because like i've got a lot to say about teddy and i'd like well look ray will be shorter let's just put him first ray is the one who has this like deadbeat dad like his mom ran off and his dad's an alcoholic who can't hold down a job and we never see his dad off the couch like he's just on the couch watching tv or dead asleep and like surrounded by beers and he smokes and like Ray keeps stealing his cigarettes and then he shares some with Mai and like Diane's very upset about it. <laughs> yeah, it it's it that that's the one I think that's the first moment when we're introduced to Ray's like family yeah. life. Um that that's the first like oh Wow, there's gonna be some emotional stuff here because yeah. you just it's it's a page with I think there's like five p- 
panels and it's each of them like, hey, it's time to wake up. Like, mm-hmm. don't forget your backpack. Yeah. You know, it's ready to go go to school. Turn your alarm off, you know. Mm-hmm. And then there's his where instead of the parents waking them up or reminding them, hey, don't be late for school. Here's your food. It's him being like, dad, wake the fuck up. You're going to be late for your j- job. Yeah. You know, and so it's like, oh, okay. That, you know, it's just that one panel but it's it's such a reversal of everything else that we've g- gotten on that p- mm-hmm. p- page that it, it 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 hits yeah and it's like a this very i don't want to call it classic but i feel like it's something i've seen before of like all the other kids at school think this is the bad kid where as at home he's like the actual one holding everything together and he like lashes out at other kids because he's insecure yeah. about his own life like it's a fairly it's a familiar thing, but it didn't feel like old or any. It didn't feel stale in this book. Yeah, because I, I, I think, again, with this book being as short yeah. as it is, they say enough for, yeah. for you to, un- to un- understand what's happening. We know you've seen a million m- m- movies with this kind of stereotype and stuff like that. So if, if we just put this one panel in, you'll, your imagination mm-hmm. can, can, yeah. can go. You know this. Um, you can fill in the blanks. Yeah, which I I I I think that's fantastic. Um, where do you fall? Would 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 you would you prefer a book to give you all of the details and explain everything, or do you actually want more to your imagination? Ah, I think I just, just want... in 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 general. If there are questions, I want them to be, like, specific questions. Like, you know, this dad is out of the picture. Why? Instead of just, like, is there a dad here or not? Like, I can't tell. Like, I want there to be, like, a specific... If there's something left open-ended, I want to know very deliberately, this is a thing we are leaving open-ended. Not just, like, I can't quite tell, like, what's going on. Is this missing for a reason? Is this just, like... Oh, we didn't get to that. You know. Okay, so if if you're not sure if it's plot relevant yes. or if it could, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because yeah, like I, I I guess again in this book, like we didn't see Mai's dad. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean that's one of the things. Like, why isn't he there? Is he at work? Is he alive? It, it, you know, it, it, what's the deal there? But it's not plot relevant. Mm-hmm. Really? So, I mean, that that's something that I, I don't mind that they don't a- answer. Yeah. And I think each kid has their own stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and I wanted to save Teddy for last because I was so intrigued by his family situation. And this is one of those things where I'm like, is this deliberately mysterious or did this just not come up? Like, uh, in one of the days where they're at school and, like, everybody's leaving, Teddy says something like, oh, my mom and dad are going to be home soon. And then we go home and we just see his dad and we don't see his mom. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, did you, like, forget that you said earlier in the book, oh, mom and dad Did you forget you didn't have home? a mom? <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> no, I mean, like, you know, did the writers just, like, change their minds about, like, if he lived in a two-parent household, a single-family household, was there some bit about, like, Oh, mom has to work late. Mom's over at grandma's that didn't get put in there. Like, I just thought it was odd that he mentioned my mom and dad will be home soon. And then we go home and it's just the shot of him and his dad sitting, eating at the table. And there's 
the two of them and there's two place settings but there's three chairs and the third chair is empty and we see there's like a mm. picture of him as like a little baby with his mom in the background on the wall and i'm like is is she dead if she was dead why would he just do- openly say to his friends yeah my mom and dad will be home soon how often do we see him back at his house after that? I think we see him there a couple times. Like, I know towards the end of the book, like, I guess he's been sick. Like, while he's been, like, dealing with this Plutona stuff, I got the impression that, like, he told his dad, I'm sick. And his dad's like, okay, I'll call you in from school. You don't have to go to school. Because his dad This is asked, my imagination yeah. running here. Sorry yeah. to interrupt. No, go for what it. if, uh, what, what if his parents are divorced mm-hmm. and it's more towards the weekend or something. And it's like, Oh, my mom is here to pick me up. Like she's going to be the one to yeah. come pick me up. And I stay with her this weekend. And that's why like my, my, both my mom and dad will be home uh, th- this afternoon or something. Cause I, I think this book takes place over a week or so. Yeah. Or at, at least a couple long. days. It mm-hmm. It's most of what we see is during the school day, I believe. Um, so it, it, yeah. Who knows? Yeah, I don't. Could I be something. I don't know if they're divorced. There's the thing about there being three chairs and one of the chairs is empty and she's not there, but there's a picture it's of her in the a, background. It, it's so sad. Yeah, I'm like, is she dead? And like, they don't talk about it like does he is this not like a public thing that he tells people and he just keeps acting like everything's normal you know like coming home from what does she work was she is she sick is she at like a clinic or something like yeah there was something going on and i couldn't figure out exactly what it was yeah there's a video game called heavy rain that mm-hmm. has a scene kind of like that. Oh. Um, and the game starts out, and it's fairly routine. It's, it's a, uh, I I don't know exactly how to describe it. It's I, a very different game. I know what you're talking game. about. It's like uh, a guy loses his kid, and then he's afraid he's gonna lose yeah. the other kid, but like he might be hallucinating. Basically. He doesn't know if his other kid actually ran off or if he's like losing it. That's it, right? Kind of, yeah. Okay. So it, it just in, in this thing, yeah, like the game starts and you're this character who lives the, leads this very, very normal life. Uh, you're just kind of going through routine things. And then this certain event happens and it's like it's it shatters this character's world. Mm-hmm. And they're like one of the next scenes immediately after that is uh, the father and one of his kids at home after the wife has left him and like the kid is just watching tv the dad like doesn't know how to talk to the kid their house like it's just a shitty house he's like i made dinner and he puts chicken nuggets in the microwave and then you have to you have to sit there and eat like the game like makes you eat and you don't say anything for like three minutes you just sit there eating chicken nuggets with this kid in silence and it's just like that it's so that's rough yeah back to teddy like the way his dad is very sweet to him and when Mm -hmm. his dad comes in he's like hey if you're still feeling under the weather under the weather like i can call in school you can take another day off it's all right 
Like, his dad's so sweet to him. It did make me kind of wonder if the mom was dead and that, like, the kid needing personal just, like, I just can't be at school today time was, like, something the dad was used to. Like, you know, it takes Teddy a while to deal with things, you know, even if it's just a cold. Like, if he needs an extra day for the cold, give him the extra day for the cold. Like, do not overexert this kid. He's been through enough. Yeah, I mean, it it might even be something like they are just starting to go through the divorce stuff where, oh, yeah. like, it's not even official. The mom was just like, I need to get out of here, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah. He so. doesn't maybe fully understand it yet, and that's maybe, I, I guess we're already in spoiler alert, but that's <laughs> why he's lashing out. Like, he doesn't understand what's happening at his home, and he wants to fix things, and I guess since he's a big superhero nerd, maybe he thinks, hey, if I get superpowers, yeah. I can fix things. Oh, oh, that's so sad. There's just so much about Teddy. Like, okay, his nickname is, well, his nickname from Ray and Ray alone. Like, nobody else Tugger. calls him this. Yeah, they call him Tucker. <laughs> Which, I mean, we, we only see Ray call him that but it yeah. seems like it's a pretty well-known or like nickname. everybody used to call him that a couple years ago and they For all like week, got over right it. after it happened yeah and yeah. they all got over the joke but ray is still like holding on to it hard <laughs> he's like hey, which is an interesting that got choice caught of words considering, off. <laughs> you know why they why they call him that yeah <laughs> so it's a funny nickname yeah i'm glad like, the first time he calls him Tugger, I'm like, oh, that's that's a masturbation joke, right? Is that it? And Yeah, yeah, yeah. score. Like, I was right. <laughs> like, good, okay. I, like, I, I nailed what that innuendo is. I was just glad I guessed right, and it wasn't... I would feel bad if I was like, oh, they call him that because they caught him jerking off once, and it's like, oh, no, he, like, lost a tug-of-war game once and fell in the mud, and I'm like, oh, dang it. It's just, like, putting too much on just this innocent, like, 14-year-old boy. No, I mean, it's a 14-year-old boy. What do you think he's going to be tugging? <laughs> <laughs> so when that, when that plot element is first introduced, I was like, okay, you know, that's like a, a kid thing. That's a preteen thing to do. But it came up so much after that. I'm like, do I need to be thinking about this more? Are there, like, weird, like, psychosexual implications that I need to be aware of, like, like how much is how much is this a dramatic thing, and how much of it is just like world building? Oh, these are like you know antics these kids have gotten up to in the past. I I I chalk it up to just world building. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's much like psychoanalysis that needs to be <laughs> done there. I mean, because they're they're at that age where that's what kids mm-hmm. do. They bully one another. Yeah. Um. And it like it's not only him, but we see Diane get bullied. Yeah. <laughs> Two Ray is is the one that keeps calling her chubby. Mm-hmm. And and you, you know, I mean, I, I guess he is the one that is calling them all these different like mean nicknames and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, and it, like I like I I I don't feel like it was necessarily important important for us to explore that stuff yeah. per se but it was just like okay that kid you know did something happened back in the day we understand that there's mm-hmm. history here. yeah 
uh, which I think makes I people always mention Star Wars like the world felt lived in. There was like <laughs> yeah, Battle Scar like not everything was new and shiny, you know. Um, like it in, in an odd way, it's kind of like that for this too. Like mm-hmm. I, fe- I feel like there's history yeah. he- here and I'm interested to know some more of their adventures and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I think this is just like, Hey, remember, remember that one time <laughs> when we found a dead body in the woods? So, yeah. Like one thing I would like to see from these kids past is. Like, how has Diana, how has Diane and Mai's friendship been in the past? Because I was really curious if, because Mai's kind of, like, taking advantage of her and just, like, not always treating her like an equal. Like, Diane comes to school in this, like, cool leather jacket that she, like, put the studs on. And Mai's like, cool, can I try it on? And Diane's like, yeah. And she's like, awesome. Can I, like, I'm bar- keep it. Yeah, she's like, can I borrow this? And Diane's like, okay, you can have it till lunch. And then she's still got it, like, the rest of the day. And eventually she gives it back, but she's like, you got to admit, I look better in it. it Yeah, yeah, yeah. and just, like, kind of ignoring her. And I wasn't sure. I wanted to know if, like, it had always been like that. Like, you know those friends that, like, you're not really friends. You just live close to each other. You think they're really cool, and you just want to, you want to be friends with them. Yeah, stuff like that. Or it's like... I, I, I also got the, I, I guess the subtext there is that possibly Diane is gay or at least bisexual. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so, and so that's how I, I read that. Like she, she likes my, mm-hmm. you, you know. Um, so she wants to imp, imp, yeah, press her. That's why when she, you know, it's like, hey, can I borrow it? She's like, yeah, sure. And uh, she's hesitant because she's like, well, if I wear it, maybe I'll look good for her. <laughs> but I mean, she looks good in it, too, you know, so just just till lunch, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I, 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 th- I think that's something that's not as obvious mm-hmm. to the ki- like to the kids at that yeah. age, which is why she's not made fun of it for it. Like, why are you always hanging around my why are you always, you know, wanting to improve? impress her mm-hmm. um whereas like the very very obvious target is her weight mm-hmm. um which is yeah i mean it's it's just, it's something that was like okay this is something it, this is one of the many things in this comic that's happening underneath the surface and they're not talking about it we've gotten yeah. enough to be like that's probably what's happening, but we're not entirely sure. Yeah, like, I liked that kind of gray area in Diane and Mai's relationship. Like, do you have a crush on her, or are you just disappointed because this is your friend, this is your best friend, and now she's made a new friend that you think is going to be a bad influence on her, and you're just, like, lonely yeah. and concerned. It, it, it could be that, too. Like, you guys were childhood yeah. f- f- friends, and you're starting to grow up and realize you like different things, you know? Yeah. And it's just like, well, I'm going to go off this way, and you're going to go off that way. Yeah. Okay, that's what happens. And if, like, Mai has always been sort of, like, putting herself first, or if that's something that's happened just as she's getting older and more hormonal, and, like, maybe other things in her life are stressing her out, like, maybe she's just become more self-centered after maybe her parents got divorced. Like, we don't know. 
And I do like how rich these kids are. Like, we have not talked about the superhero aspect of this story yet at all, because there's just so much to do with the kids. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, which is kind of funny, because I think that's kind of why you picked it, too, when I mentioned, like, dead body, but it's a superhero. You're like, we haven't done some superhero stuff. And I was like, well, it's not (laughs) really superhero stuff. but like, superheroes (laughs) just, like... They happen to exist in that world. Yeah, I love, like, the term cape spotting. Like, Teddy's really into cape spotting. Like, he's just tracking, like, okay, Dr. Bion fought this guy at this night, and then, you know, the silhouette was seen over here. Like, this record The Minotaur. Yeah. (laughs) I think that's my favorite one. He's, like, he's, he's, he's describing them all, and then he's, like, and then there's... The mini tour, who's just a mini bull. <laughs> that's <laughs> Can't it. Can't do anything. That's, the, that's the, yeah, I, like, <laughs> that's the I, only description. <laughs> I loved, like, the level of superhero dumb that was in this story. Like, um, not like the percentage that it appeared in the actual narrative, but just like where it sits within this world at this time. So I think superheroes, I think they've said, have been around for like a decade at this point. Like, one of the kids mentioned, like, yeah, you know, 10 years ago, my mom said superheroes were impossible. And they're big enough that there's, like, charity concerts. And, like, they are the honored guests at, like, the fall gala. But also, they're still mysterious enough. There's people out there, like, tracking them. Like, I think this person was seen over here, but I don't know. I'm going to have to talk to somebody who lives over there and get a firsthand account. Like, they're so... Like, they're being tracked. Like, they're being put on merchandise like he's teddy's got posters for them and you know in his bedroom like they're that big but there's also this mysterious level of we don't know everything that they're doing like we still rely so much on rumors like they are established figures within the community they are trusted but there's also all of this hearsay and all of this conjecture around them and Mm -hmm. every little detail you have to just fill in yourself based on things you've heard from other people And I thought, I really like that combination that they're not like these mysterious figures or these like really familiar people where it's like, oh, yes, you know, it's three o'clock. We know three o'clock every week. We can go see, you know, fire guy uh, shake hands down at the local park. You know, like it's in between those. It's very much like a golden age style of superhero. Um, It's it's not... yeah, I was going to say it's not modern, uh, but I, I, I think especially with the amount of communication that's happening around it, because mm-hmm. it seems like it's in modern times. They have cell phones, yeah. they're, te- they're texting and stuff like that. Um, but, I mean, I mean you, you know how fast stuff spreads on, mm-hmm. tw- on Twitter or on Facebook and stuff like that. So, yeah, like, there's so few of them. Like, there's enough to have taken note and for companies to be like, hey, can we make money off of them, you know? Can Mm -hmm. we do something here? But there's still, yeah, there's like this fog around them still. There's mystery. There's there's, there's also this air of, like, science, like mad science around them. I get maybe that's just me of the, the like naming conventions mm-hmm. and the the I I guess like 
style of comic. Not, I think it's not comic, but like, so within this comic, we get these like shorter mm-hmm. mini stories of the family uh, uh, of Plutona, who is the super hero that the kids find in in the woods Mm -hmm. um and it's like this is what actually happened to her this was her last day and we get to see her family and like oh my mom is off fighting the white moth Mm -hmm. um i hope she's okay um but and and yeah it it seems very much like this golden age like science still prevails you know yeah yeah like i think they mentioned like plutona was the only person with actual powers like it seemed like she was the one thor in a world of like ant-man and iron man like everybody else just figured out how to be super but she had this like something bestowed upon her and it seemed like it was something generational like her daughter was going to get it after her, and I guess she got it from her mother, right? Yeah, I, I would assume so. Yeah, so she's something real. She's something otherworldly, even. Like, we don't know, and I don't... I didn't get the impression that she even knew that much about where it came from, just that it runs through the family, and I am beholden to use it. It's like... When the Plutona signal goes up, I have to be there. Because I yeah. know, like, the last bastion is me. Yeah. Yeah. And that's... Uh, go ahead. No, just, like, and that's why Teddy's so fascinated with her. Like, that's why he does that, like, blood thing, which is so yeah. creepy. Maybe but... it's in her blood. Yeah, I, yeah. If I put her b- blood inside me... Yeah, we'll just I'll cut our her powers. Cut our fingertips and press them together, which was like just dark enough. I'm glad he wasn't like, "Well, I vivisected and autopsied her, and this is what I found out." He's just like, "Well, I've hung Rick. her upside down, and <laughs> I'm draining her blood out of her neck, and I'm about to take a bath in it." And you know? yeah, like I said earlier, like I feel like it gets just dark enough that. Yeah. Like, that's the perfect, like, escalation of that, like, little kid. Like, we're blood brothers now. Like, it's just far enough above that to be like, oh, oh, that's chilling. But also you're not like, whoa, okay, that's too much. It only gets to be too much when, like, he gets stabbed. And even that, it's just, like, an well, accident. Like, they're just- I would say before him. that, because he gets caught, I, yeah. I think, doing that by Mai's younger brother. Mm-hmm. And he, and he's- and, I, I guess he kind of t- takes advantage of that and is like, hey, do you want superpowers too? Like, that's what I'm trying to do here. Like, good, clean, <laughs> innocent fun. Like, I, mm-hmm. it, it will work, I promise, you know. Um, and he's young, young, young enough and he's into video games and stuff like that. So they might be into the same t- type of thing. So yeah. I'm sure he's young enough to just be like, superpowers, cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. let's do it. And, yeah, I'm sure, like, he doesn't fully understand what's happening. Um, yeah. It's, it, it's a, yeah, it, it is a surprisingly dark turn that the book t- takes. Yeah, like, I was not expecting one of these kids to die by the end of the story, especially not, like, oh, like, we were just arguing and you accidentally got stabbed and then, like, Diane just wanted to kind of knock you out of the way and then she accidentally hit, like, too hard like that's the worst like 
for him to like die if this had been an adventure story for him to die fighting crime is one thing mm-hmm. for him to like think he can fly and he jumps off a ledge that's one thing but like to have it at the hands of his peers by accident is like the most upsetting version of this kid is dead yeah and right <laughs> as he finds out that Plutona's not actually dead she was yeah. kind of just paralyzed and stunned yeah uh, for like a day and a half two days however long she's been there mm-hmm. and she just takes off and like his version of what a superhero should be is like instilled in her and he just sees her leave yeah which again going back to an earlier theory on Teddy's home home life maybe that's kind of a similar thing like he just yeah. saw his mom leave his his own like personal superhero leave and now he sees it like an actual superhero just leave him there and he's like that's not how it's supposed to happen like that's you know and then he just i guess he lost so much blood that you know he passes out and that's it yeah can't wake up again no it was so sad and it was like i guess my own childlike innocence that after you find out like oh plutona's just been stunned for a couple days she's gonna wake back up so i'm like oh good Plutona will wake up and she will set these kids right. No! Nope. Just like, what She's am I like, doing here? What are you doing here? You kids go home, I'm out. Like, she just yeah. freaks out and just flies away. Like, she doesn't try and, like, you know, are you kids safe? That kid looks injured. Let me escort you to the local yeah. hospital. Can we call your parents or a police officer? Good citizen, are you in need of assistance? No, she's just <laughs> gone! And it's... <laughs> She was talking earlier about, like, she she has a day job. She's, like, a waitress yeah. has a day job, and she comes home after this, like, double shift, and she's glad to, like, finally see her daughter before her daughter goes to bed, and then the Plutona signal goes off, and she leaves, but she's thinking, like, am I putting this ahead of being a good mother? Do I need to be at home? Do I need to make that the priority? And she's in this situation where there are these kids who do need her, like, to be kind of, like, the motherly figure that maybe they don't have around and she, like, doesn't see it. She It's not like she sees it and chooses not to take it. Like, she doesn't see it at all. She doesn't yeah. see these kids as, like, children who might need a little nurturing and help. She's like, who are you? These are strangers. Goodbye. <laughs> Why am I in the woods surrounded by strange children? <laughs> yeah. And... Uh, yeah, uh, it's, it, it's an inter- inter- interesting thing. If... <laughs> If you were Plutona, what do you think you would have done? Because I, I mean, that is like I don't necessarily blame her though for in the moment, like doing what she did. I mean, sure, she pr- probably should have helped the children because they're only just children. But at the same time, that's kind of what children do. They go hang out in the woods. They play cops and robbers who knows mm-hmm. what you know she might not know like I, I don't think she really understood what was happening because she just woke up from a hit that had knocked her out for yeah three or four days uh so i don't you know she might not be thinking straight her mind might not be there i've woken up from a nap and i'm 
groggy and I don't know where the hell I am, you know. I I can't imagine what is going on in her mind. But I don't, Mm -hmm. I think I might have done the same thing. I'm just like, I I just need to get out of here. I think I would have at least asked, okay, like, who are you? Like, what are your names? You know, are your parents around here? And at least been like, okay, kids, we are walking together to the street outside of the woods. You guys go find your parents. I have business to attend to because she's fighting this big villain who stuns her. And like the villain says, who now let's see how much havoc I can wreak while Plutona is gone. So I'm really curious, like, what did the white moth get up to? Like, is there like serious chaos, like deeper into the city that like these kids don't know about? Because it doesn't seem like the city's in danger like it doesn't have that overarching like kind of tension to the town or anything like that it's not like all the parents are talking in like hushed whispers like did you hear that that building got destroyed but like is there something like that out there like what's that villain doing now yeah that'd be it's it's one of those things again i'd love to see more of this book i would love to see a volume two Mm -hmm. how do the children deal with now the death of teddy yes uh, what happens to Mai's younger brother? Does he have powers or not? It, what do you think? Let's let's talk. Let's yes. talk, talk, talk about the end of the book. That last page. I think it's three panels, and uh, Mai and I. I don't remember her younger it's brother's Mike. name. Mike. Yeah. Um. So Mai and Mike are sleeping in the same bed. This is the like the that night mm-hmm. after after like. Teddy j- 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 just d- d- died, so they're all still like, "What the hell just happened?" You know, um, so I'm sure he's scared, but there's like it continually zooms in on him, so that we see a fly on the bed, and then a fly goes on to Mike's hand, and that's it. That's the end of the book. I, what does that mean? I think maybe. I thought it was a fly, too, but then after the fact, I'm thinking, was that, like, a moth? Was there enough of that, like, I think it was the white moth. It was some sort of yeah. bug villain, for sure. Like, the, the white moth, moth, like, gave Plutona that, like, stunning ray mist. I forget how, what form the stunning took. But maybe that was something, it, it like... came in the form of science! Yes, science! <laughs> maybe that's, like, that was so pervasive in her body... That, like, if you took the blood from her while she was knocked out, like, you're not getting Plutona. You're getting... Some kind white... of radiation Yeah, from you're getting that moth. mad science. So maybe her brother doesn't have Plutona powers. He's got, like, weird white, white moth powers. Yeah. Yeah, that could be interesting. Um, I, I, I thought of something similar to that as well. I, I, I thought of... Like, what if something then got into Plutona's bloodstream and affected her, and that's what paralyzed her? Yeah. And so now these kids have the this, like, paralyzing agent in there. Because if a fly lands on me, first thing I'm going to do is like, you know, yeah. get off of me. But he just lays there completely still. So I was like, huh, I, I kind of wonder if he's paralyzed. <gasps> or he's just like... Like he's finally gotten enough in him Ooh. where, yeah, he's m- moving really slowly or something. 
I, I don't know. Like, it's yeah. it's kind of creepy to think about. I thought he was just, like, traumatized. Like, there's a bug around me. I don't even care. Or if he's like, you know, he's he, he's a scared little boy. He crawled into bed with his big sister. He's like, oh, I don't want to move. I don't want to wake her up. Like, or he sees the bug and he's like, this is my kindred spirit now. Me and this bug are friends now. <laughs> I am one with the bug. <laughs> you will be my familiar. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. 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 I don't know. I mean, we we can't really talk about what happens after that because we don't know. We 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 didn't get that in in the book, and I don't. I, I don't think there's going to be any more Plutona. I. It, it's been a couple years, I what? think, since this came out. Oh. Um. I think it's just a one-off story. No, I need more. Yeah. Um, that said, Jeff Lemire does have his own kind of superhero universe. K- kind of. He has a, a couple of comics that he's written uh, and done the art for called Black Hammer. Uh-huh. Uh, I actually haven't read them yet. I've heard good things. There'd be something worth checking out here on the show. Yeah. At some point, eventually. I didn't recognize him by name, but I was reading, like, the bio at the back of the comic. I'm like, oh, I've heard of a lot of these titles, at least. Yeah, he's done stuff like Sweet Tooth and uh, what else has he done recently? There was one called Descender, uh, I believe. I think you recommended that one to me. I think I, there were a couple of those that I remember when, you telling when me When we read Department H, I brought him yeah. up because it's a very similar artwork okay. style to his artwork. Um yeah it was cool it was cool i enjoyed this book a lot yeah i i I think this would also translate really well to a movie yes um yeah just kind of like stranger things stand by me type of vibe super eight or yeah and 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 then mix in a little bit of like like retro golden age superheroes oh, yes. into it in the background yeah um I, I i think that'd be a lot of fun i i this is one of those things it's like i i i feel like it also could have gone on a lot longer yeah like this could have been like uh like eight like 12 to 18 issues and they dived more into the behind the scenes of who these characters are what their families are like more so why teddy is doing what he's doing Mm -hmm. we don't we don't really get the why exactly we we might get a little bits and pieces and maybe we can infer some things but we 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 don't necessarily know his motive exactly besides hey i like superheroes Maybe if I put her blood inside me, I can be a superhero t- too. And like one um, thing about Teddy, like I just realized is that he's so involved in this cape spotting community. Like it's not like just his father and his classmates and maybe like extended family and neighbors are going to realize he's missing. Like his online community might notice, oh, this person hasn't posted in a long time. What happened to them? And if this community yeah, is so involved yeah. in like, tracking all the superhero and supervillain nonsense there may be some level of somebody got to him he found out something that nobody wanted him to know so maybe there'd be like some other community member some conspiracy theorist out there like digging into this mystery 
that these kids are going to wander into like out in the woods. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's an it's an interesting one. If you had one thing that um you would like to see explored more in in this book, what would that be? Oh. I I really want to know what the white moth villain was doing during these couple days. Like what happened in the city? Like the ramifications of, yeah. of her being yeah out. like i okay. love these kids and their personal lives and i want to learn about like their parents and their histories and all that but that like big blank spot of what's the superhero community doing whilst pluton is not there like i want to mm-hmm. know what that is that makes sense i i kind of don't want to know that I, I I think that's one of the strengths of this book is that we don't see that stuff. It it only focuses on these children, mm-hmm. um, and I I I kind of want to see the ramifications of Teddy dying. Yes. Like, what do they all go to the funeral? What happens with that? Like, does the school react somehow to this? Do do they? I, I mean, maybe it gets out then that. Plutona was was hurt real bad or or, or something um but yeah like i like that that to me i think was the the one like i felt i i i, I, I don't know like maybe it would have ended the book on a more sour note than yeah. it kind of already was um or, or or i guess a more sad note when you actually then have to reflect on what just Mm-hmm. happen whereas the it, it happens and the book is done yeah and you're kind of left to your own imagination but that yeah like i i think because we see so much about these kids and their personalities and who they are and what they mm-hmm. think that it's like i kind of want to know what happens like what do they think about this yeah and like i don't want to see Oh, now that Plutona is gone, White Moth has, like, robbed a bank. I want to see how whatever destruction happens in the city, like, ripples out to these kids. Like, maybe uh, wherever Diane's dad works, that building was destroyed, and now all of a sudden her dad's out of a job. What if there's, like, some toxic chemical spill in the water, and, like, that gets out to their neighborhood? What if, like, school's called off for the day, you know, because... Well, you know, the air is filled with ash after this giant building was lit on fire. Like, the way the big supervillain things will ripple out to the kids. And that little neighborhood is really what I want to see. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think that would be good. But, but again, I, I, it's, this book does such a good job yeah. of, like, leaving all of these gray areas in, in the book that get mm-hmm. you interested and make you like the characters uh and make you want more but at the same time it doesn't really tell you exactly what's happening so Mm -hmm. i i like that a lot was there anything you didn't like about the book nothing really strongly comes to mind Yeah, like nothing imme- like really sticks out at me. Did you have something that just like jabbed out at you? Um I I was thinking about this a little bit this morning. Mm-hmm. Um 
and I, I, I mean this in the best way, but I see how it, it can kind of uh-huh. maybe not sound the greatest. I felt like this was more of an experiment rather than uh, like, hey, I have a specific story to tell. And yeah, of course, there, there's, there's nothing wrong with experimenting. Like, hey, I have mm-hmm. this idea. I don't know exactly how it's going to play out. Let's just do like a five issue comic book about about this thing and mm-hmm. see you know and see what what works and what doesn't work. Um, and I I I don't think I really really thought about that until this morning of just like this is from uh, a comic book writer that usually does a little bit longer, more involved stories. So seeing this kind of one-off, very short graphic novel is not really their MO, mm-hmm. uh, which is fine. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. And it, I, I could be completely wrong. And it was just like, hey, I have this one story to tell. Here's what happens. We can do it in five. And that's it. Um, but it, it, was just, it was just one of those things that there was so much that wasn't explored. As, as much as I like that, there was yeah. so much that wasn't explored. It was like, what if we just try this one thing how did that work okay, okay cool cool well you know we'll move on to to something else now yeah like it's it is almost too open-ended for it to like just be out there as this one graphic novel yeah i mean i, I it's it's again it's not it's not a bad thing no. per se yeah. but i'm i at the same time i'm i'm just like i, I don't like it at least another issue or two, you know, to to kind of wrap things up, yeah. maybe. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, that that's that's that that I think is just me just really nitpicking mm-hmm. at this because I I loved it overall. Yeah, like my only thing is also very nitpicky, which is that uh, the Plutona flashbacks are in a different art style than the rest of the book. That art is all Jeff Lemire's art. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And like it, it was different, but I couldn't quite tell. Okay, why is it this style and not the style of the rest of the book? Besides just the fact, oh, I should draw these flashbacks differently. Like it's not like it looked like classic superhero art. Like it, yeah. it didn't. I couldn't tell exactly why it was what it was and not anything else. Yeah, I mean, it, it's. I think it's to kind of differentiate it, it itself. Mm-hmm. Hey, we're not focusing on the children in this next page or two. Um, we're we're just gonna separate it out, so so you know that the scene mm-hmm. is changing, the time is changing, stuff like that. Because I mean, I've I've I, I I've I've read some comics where it doesn't do that, <laughs> doesn't cha- doesn't change mm-hmm. the art style. Um, it doesn't really doesn't really tell you what time of day it is you know and it's just like oh wait is this a new character what's happening here you know but it's that clear delineation of Mm -hmm. like hey we've 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 now changed it to be okay something else is happening here how does this factor in yeah and like there's nothing wrong with the art and like i understand it's there to like differentiate from the main storyline but i couldn't like, there was nothing special about it except for the fact that it was different than the main storyline art. And I would have liked it to have been a little bit more, like, 
like I said, like it's not like I was expecting. Oh, maybe it'll look like a classic old super superhero yeah. comic because it is so much more like bombastic and like classically super heroic than the rest of the comic is. Yeah, so I was expecting something like that, and instead it's just like different. Like it's not different in like a particular way or style. I can like really grab onto and understand. It's just different. Yeah. Um. So, so I, I, I guess maybe you're looking for something more cohesive then? Yeah, I think so. Interesting. Interesting. Um, well, yeah. There we go. I, I, I think that's kind of all I have to say on this book. Yeah, there's, yeah. Th- there's not much to it. Um... We did our kind of recommendations. I I guess I also mentioned Black Hammer in mm-hmm. this as well. Uh, so go check that out if you liked this book. Uh, that would be an interesting read. Um, do you want to move on to pitching for this next week? Or do you have some last final thoughts that you wanted to share? No, I just really enjoyed this book like that final like like i said it is a nitpick it's like a very minor thing that slightly bugged me like the story on the whole is really interesting and like i said it's such a fast read like i I blocked out like way more time into my weekend to read this than i needed so it was a really pleasant surprise like oh i'm already done i could almost go back and read this thing again and i almost want to there is just so much stuff going on yeah it's good it's fun so it is your turn to, to pitch some stuff for this next week of what we will be talking about. Yes. Give me just two seconds just to double check, like, you know, release years. Yeah, that's A-OK. Um, see, I guess I don't really have any other housekeeping and stuff like that. We have some people in the chat right now, which is always fantastic. Uh, let's see. Who was this? This was... Uh, Malrogi 101 says, mm-hmm. oh my god, definitely a great book. Personally, I loved it. Um, so yeah, good, 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 good book. Go check out Plutona. All of that stuff. Uh, we also just kind of wrapped up all our horror episodes. Yeah. Um, I think once I get off of this live stream, our episode on... Uh, an American Werewolf in London should be g- going up on our website shortly after that. I'm going to be p- p- putting that up. Um, and I think that was our last horror one. You mm-hmm. did, we, we did four or five a- a- episodes. Yeah, like I did four like pitches in a row that were all like Halloween themed. So that ended up being a Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, King Falls AM, and An American Werewolf in London, which are all various there you go. levels and types of eeriness for yeah. you. There you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, Good stuff. All right, now all my pitches are ready. Sweet. Hot out the oven. Yes. Okay. I've got a theme this week. Okay. This has been a transformative year in my life in that I have gone from a girl with a job to being a company woman. Okay. (laughs) So I have three pitches all about working in an office. Interesting. Okay. Which started at, pitch number one is, of course, you could probably guess the movie Office Space. Yes, which was a uh, great movie. Yes. It's a 1999 film directed by Mike Judge, the creator of Beavis and Butthead and King of the Hill. 
uh, which according to Wikipedia, their little tagline is, it satirizes the everyday work life of a typical mid to late 1990s software company, focusing on a handful of individuals fed up with their jobs and just being really protective about their staplers. This is a movie I saw when I was like 13 or 14 years old because like I was aware of it being like a cult classic comedy. So I'm like, I want to know what it is. Yeah. I want to know what people are talking about. And I think it was like an it's an R-rated film. And I was like just at that age where I'm like, can I watch an R-rated movie? So I think I deliberately <laughs> like borrowed the DVD from my friend in secret and like watched it some night when like my dad had like after work plans and my mom was at her job. I'm like, okay, there nobody will walk in on me watching what I think is a fairly tame movie <laughs> just with some curse words in it. Yeah. Anyway. Yep. But yeah, so I've seen this movie before, but like I'm a completely different person now, and I've really been wanting to watch this movie as an office person now as an adult. Okay, that's pitch number one. That's it. It it is a fantastic film. Mm hmm. And pitch number two is the British series of The Office. Okay, I and haven't seen any of that. Same. Like I'm pretty familiar with the American Office, but I don't know anything about the british version i've never seen it uh this started in 2001 it was created written and directed by ricky gervais and stephen merchant the program is about the day-to-day -day lives of office employees in the slough branch of the fictional wernham hoag paper company it's basically the same framework that yeah, the american it's office the has, exact same thing <laughs> just with i think some of like the minor supporting characters got like changed around and this is on Netflix. It had two series, as they call them in Britain, that are both six episodes long. And then there were two, like, hour-long Christmas specials that okay. I will leave up to you. If you don't want to watch Christmas specials this early, if it's still too early to break out a Christmas special for you, we can just do the straight, like, TV episodes. Or we can do all, like, 14 episodes with the Christmas episodes included. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And pitch, and pitch number, th number three. I went out and I googled me an anime I'd never heard about before, Kyle. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know Japan... Anime is about working in an office. <laughs> yeah, I literally just googled office anime. And I did find, like, this YouTube video that is an opening credit scene to the American office done in the style of in the Neven... Yeah, done in, like, Neon Genesis Evangelion style. Oh and God. it's. It's the funniest thing I've ever seen. So I'm so happy I chose like the specific phrase office anime <laughs> and not like work life anime because otherwise I would not have found this thing. Okay. Anyway, I know Japan is like such a such a workaholic culture. Like it's mm -hmm. full of just salary people. So I wanted their view on an office story. So I just found a list of work life anime. And the star out of that list is a, a show from this year, I think. I think it's a new 2018 show. And it's called Watakoi, Love is Hard for Otaku. And the description okay. of this one is, Narumi Momose has had it rough. Every boyfriend she's had dumped her once they found out she was an otaku, so she's gone to great lengths to hide it. When a chance meeting at her new job with childhood friend and fellow otaku and now fellow co-worker... Hirotaku Nifuji almost gets okay. her secret outed at work. She comes up with a plan to make sure he never speaks up, but he comes up with a counterproposal. Why doesn't she just date him instead? And then it ends with this weird tagline, in love there are no save points. 
What? Okay. Even though I don't think it's about video games. Uh, I mean, well, you can, if you're an otaku, yeah. it means you like you staying can be an otaku in the room and watching anything, me. Yeah. Anime uh, and I'm playing video games. Yep, and that is um, just an 11 episode season one, and that is on uh, Amazon Prime. Okay. Sounds good. So we have Office Space, mm -hmm. the British version of The Office. Mm -hmm. uh, and I don't remember what it's the title of. Watakoi. Love Watakoi. is hard for otaku. <laughs> Love is hard for otaku. Um. I think I might go with that last one just because of how ridiculous it sounds. Yeah, I'd never heard about this thing, and it does sound like such a weird mix of things. Just to be like a nerdy romantic comedy set in a Japanese office. That'll be an interesting one, though I do have to say, if you have not seen the movie Office Space, oh. go watch that, because it yeah. is... 100% amazing. Yeah, I'm definitely going to watch it just on my own time now. Yeah. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. good stuff. Good stuff. Um, Say the title of that thing once again. It's like, what? how do you spell it? It's W-O-T-A-K-O-I. Watakoi. Okay. Love is hard for otaku. Love is hard for otaku. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Sounds good. That's what we will be talking about this next week. How many episodes uh, it's is a, it? It's 11 episodes, so it should be a pretty episodes. quick watch. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good to me, then. And, like, everything I saw about it just, like, on, like, the anime watch list website was, like, very highly rated. Like, this didn't seem to be, like, a well-known show, but the people who had watched it really liked it. Interesting. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what we'll do for this next week. Uh, my name is Kyle Springer. You can find me on Twitter at Yo Kyle Springer, uh, as well as on Instagram there if you guys want to uh, say hi or something. Uh, Melissa, where can they find you? You can also find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit, W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. And if you guys want updates for the Whatnots shows that we do, uh, you can follow us on Twitter at the Whatnots. Uh, I believe that is it. Uh, thank you guys for checking out the live stream. Uh, and we will see you next week. Uh, uh, adios, guys. Bye. <laughs>